This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. The, the, the winds of change are blowing through Raider Nation, and Silver and Black Today keeps you up to date with the latest news and views about your Las Vegas Raiders. Touchdown, Las Vegas! With insight, opinions, and interviews, we're on the cutting edge of what's happening now. Now, now with the latest on your Raiders and the NFL, your host, Scott Goldbranson and Mo Moten. All right, the home stretch here, Silver and Black Today. Covering your Las Vegas Raiders and Odyssey original podcast. Also heard on the radio on The Bet in Las Vegas. So thank you to our radio audience in Las Vegas. We appreciate you guys being with us. All right, Mo, we get into this final week of the season. The Raiders are going to take on the Broncos um, at Allegiant Stadium. The Raiders have won seven straight against the Broncos. The Broncos come into this one looking a lot like the Raiders did last year, dysfunctionally. Uh, kind of in a mess with Russell Wilson. We saw how that all went down. Very similar to the Jarrett Car- uh, Jar- uh, Jarrett. Jarrett Carr and Jarrett Stidham <laughs> last year. Excuse me. See, he's on the Broncos now. They sit Derek Carr final two games. Derek Carr runs away, uh, takes his ball and goes home. <laughs> Russell Wilson benched for the final two. I think the Broncos, by the way, I think the Broncos are going to get hammered by the NFL because I don't think what they did was legal under the CBA. And, and them trying to force him into a, a, a different contract negotiation. But Jarrett Stidham takes over in both spots. He's coming into Las Vegas uh, and and this final game. So it, it's sort of like the Broncos just want the season to be over, right? Because they're, they're out of the playoffs too. Uh, and Sean Payton wants to move on with whatever his plan is. And the Raiders are playing for Antonio Pierce. They're playing for one another. We talked about this before. But you look at this game, some interesting comparisons to what happened last year in a very different way. They got their head coach. He's not going anywhere. Uh, But kind of a fascinating storyline for this final game of the season. So Jared Stidham comes back to Las Vegas to play his former team. Now, we all assume that the Broncos will probably have their eyes on the quarterback in the draft. But Jared Stidham has a chance to show that, hey, maybe I could be you know, at least a stopgap in Denver, uh, he could put himself in the mix for that with a solid performance against the Raiders. Now, he was decent against the Chargers, didn't really give the offense a, a big spark, but the Denver Broncos got the win. He didn't make any crucial errors. So he's looking to build on that. So there's some motivation on his side, specifically Jared Stidham, to play well in this football game. As you mentioned, the Raiders have had a, an advantage or won games against the Broncos, seven straight victories over the Broncos. So. Amazing. There, there is some, there is some rivalry motivation there for Denver to get over the hump. They snapped their losing streak to the Chiefs earlier this season, so they'll be looking to do the same against the Raiders. On the, on the other side of it is, I think the players understand still that they have to play hard for Antonio Pierce. I understand one game isn't going to change your perspective, of Antonio Pierce, one way or another, unless the Raiders get embarrassed. Now, if the Raiders get embarrassed by Denver in their own building, in their own stadium it's going to be a, a blemish on his record. And it's not going to vote well for him going into the offseason. But assuming that doesn't happen, not yeah. going to change much. I but, but I think it's it. I, I think it's still important to note that if the Raiders win, they would have a winning record under Antonio Pierce at 5-4. and four. 
So that means he would have taken over a three and five team and turned it over to a winning football team on his watch. And then you can say, look, there was development, there was player development, and there was overall development. He got a quality win against the Chiefs in Kansas City, and they were actually a winning football team. He turned a team that was two games under 500 into a winning football team. I think while a lot of people say this is a meaningless game, I think that's something that he can put on his resume to say, look, I was 5-4, and give me a full season, and maybe we can get 10 games, 10-11 wins, get into the playoffs next year. Right. And, and, you know, listen, I agree with you. And I, I don't think that I just don't see them getting embarrassed against the Broncos. Uh, not, not because no. the Broncos are that bad. I just see to your point, I think this roster is playing for this coach. Um, and even if he doesn't get the job, I think Antonio Pierce wants that piece, right? He wants to be able to walk away and say, look, they, they, they won under me. I, I deserve a chance. And if Antonio Pierce doesn't get the job and he moves on from the Raiders, which I hope doesn't happen, but if that happens, then um, that's going to help him significantly. And so, so I think that he understands that too. But I think overall, these games, you know, when you're, when you're, the, the idea that you play for nothing is not true. They're professional football players for the first part, Bo, which is they play to get paid and everybody takes pride in their job, right? So you don't want to go out there, especially against a division rival. And guys like Max Crosby, Devontae Adams, even though he's been a Raider for two years, they know what it means to, to win. They want to they look at the AFC West and say, you know what? We beat the Chiefs. We beat the Chargers. We beat the Broncos twice, right? They want to be able to say, hey, we did well in our division because at the end of the day, going into next year, you want to be able to win your division. That's, that's the goal. You have to do that. So, and who's going to unseat the Chiefs? If I'm the Raiders, I'm going to say, let's go, man. It starts now. It starts with beating our division rivals on the way out, which is what they've done. They beat the Chargers. They beat the Chiefs. And now if they beat the Broncos, you can say, look, we finished strong in the AFC West. Let's build on that. So to me, that's not nothing. That's very, very important. It's absolutely important because I think I said it two weeks ago, the, fat, the, the, the quickest pathway the most linear pathway to get to the playoffs is to win your division. So under, under Antonio Pierce, they beat the char- they demolished the Chargers, they upset the Chiefs, and then they could beat the Broncos, which means three and zero, oh three and one because they did lose the first game against the Chiefs. So be three and one in the division under Antonio Pierce. I would say that's something to look at. Okay, yes, Antonio is. Pierce is with all you know. We've talked about his inexperience; doesn't have a lot of coaching experience. Three and one in the division with the win over the Chiefs. I think that would be something that you have to look at if you're Mark Davis, if you're considering Antonio Pierce, which you, which he probably is. Yeah, absolutely. And, and listen, I mean, like you said, there's some players and I know your sports not piece uh, this week talks about this. Some of these guys that are playing for their job, some of the guys who want to remain Raiders. And, and I think of some of those names, I think Zamir white, you know, he's, he's already shown he's done really well spelling Josh Jacobs. I think there's no chance and, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Happy to admit it. No chance Josh Jacobs plays in this game. I just don't see it happening. Um, number one, because I don't know how healthy he is. And number two, uh, if he's on his way out of Las Vegas, you know, if I'm him, I'm kind of like, well, why am I going to rush back, right? I, I got to just prepare for free agency and get ready to go. So, so Zamir White's going to have another opportunity. A bit, it gets a pretty good defense. It's played pretty good lately to go out there and and show what he can do. And that's another audition uh, to be able to say, hey, well, I want to go into camp as the as the number one running back, really. I mean, and and he has an opportunity to do that. And then you look at that defense. That defense wants to finish strong, right? 
They 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 played pretty well in the loss against the Colts. They had some some big some big outages and some penalties, of course. But I think if you're the defense, you had so much momentum under Antonio Pierce, and you want to finish strong. You want to see all those young players get some get some good play in and 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 walk into that locker room on your way out for vacation, saying, "Okay, we finish strong," and that's how you do it. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm sure Ty Wilson, who had a slow start to the season, wants to end with a bang because, you know, had foot surgery, missed a lot of the training camp, missed a lot of the offseason program, showed some glimpses during the season. Malcolm Coons has broken out, so that may have come at the cost of getting Tyree Wilson more snaps. But, you know, going into your, you know, a first your first healthy offseason, you want your last game to be your best game, to leave a lasting impression to say, okay, I can put it together as long as I can stay healthy. I'm going to build on what I did in the second half of the season. Also, Aiden O'Connell, I, I talked about the Raiders quarterback plan of possibly bringing in a bridge gap and a rookie. Aiden O'Connell is a big game for him because he can show, you know, I could be that bridge gap guy. You don't have to bring in a veteran. I could be, I could be the number two behind a rookie if you're going to draft one. Uh, so this is important for Aiden O'Connell as well. Why I, I don't think he's a starter right now, let's remember he's a fourth-round rookie. And he could develop over the offseason and make some strides. He'll never be mobile, but I think he can be a spot star or, or primary backup. And I think as much as it is important for Jared Stidham, it's also important for Aiden O'Connell for the same reasons. While they may not be the long-term guys with their respective teams, they could be the number two guy and, and potentially push whoever it is is going to start for the Broncos and the Raiders in 2024. Right. And for those guys who are hitting free agency or might be moving on, uh, mm-hmm. That last game tape is important too. You want to show that you yeah. finished strong and that your team was out of the playoffs. You had quote unquote nothing to play for, and uh, you went out there and you balled out anyway. So, so a lot happening here. All right, Mo, let's get our predictions in. What do you got? I have the Raiders winning. Uh, a lot of my colleagues, oh, I think all of my colleagues agreed with me. The, the, the betting piece for Bleach Report, by the way, comes out on Friday. We pushed it back today because there are no Thursday games. But I think the Raiders win it 24-21. I think it is a close game. It seems like when the Raiders played play the Broncos in the last week of the season, all the games seemed close. like copies of each other. Like they all, they're low-scoring games. It's close late. You know, it, it's, it's those 23-20 games, those 24-21 games. So I think we get a 24-21 Raiders win. There you go. I, I think it's going to be a, a low-scoring game. I think the Raiders uh, win this one 17-10. I think that defense comes mm-hmm. out and balls out, and I think the Raiders are able to score a little more. I just can't pick them for over 20 points. I Every time I do, they never seem to score 20 <laughs> points, or they get close, uh, but, but they, that offense needs to... Listen, they need to do something. They need to get that offense rolling. I think for them to go into the offseason feeling good, to your point about Aiden O'Connell, everybody, they need to go out there and they need to score some points and move the ball. And I think they do it marginally. Uh, You're not going to go from zero to 100 in one week, uh, but I do think that they get a chance to do that. So, yeah, I got 17 to 10, a lower scoring game. There you go. 
So the reason I have 24 is I think they have a defensive score in there. I think ah. either Jack Jones gets a pick six, or we see another fumble recovery for a touchdown. Another big man touchdown. John Jenkins had one. Blau Nichols had one in recent weeks. So I think that defensive touchdown gets them over 20 and gets them to 24. I will also say a quick note. I'm sure Amik Robertson doesn't want to go out the way he went out against the Colts. So I, I, I will look for him to – he's going into free agency. So the Raiders could bring him back or he could sign somewhere else. He gave up a perfect pass rate against the Colts. A lot of people saw him get burnt by Alec he Pierce did. on that touchdown pass. I think he's going to be up for this game and, and try to shut down his area of the field on defense. So I, I look yeah. for an inspired defensive performance, and I think that Zamir White's going to have a good day because the Broncos, while their defense has improved, they still have a very poor run defense. Yeah, you can gash them with the run. I think that's what they got to do. And and frankly, that's what the Raiders need to do to score, right? Because as Pierce mm-hmm. said, uh, Aiden O'Connell's not going to go win you games, but if you can run the ball effectively, he's going to have open receivers. He's going to be able to de- wheel and deal a little more than he he's done in the past. So so that'll be good. So it'll be it'll be fun. It'll be good end the season, and then we get to turn silver and black today into the off season mode. And, and run through the playoffs and see how, how the rest of, uh, of the season goes. But I anticipate a quick coaching hire, a quick GM hire within a couple weeks after the end of the season. So we'll see how that all runs down. But we will be here for it, as always. So please do us a favor. Make sure you subscribe to the show wherever you get your audio. And if you're listening to us on the radio in Las Vegas, we'll be here all off season too. So uh, you'll be able to tune in and hear about your Las Vegas Raiders. Mo, I will talk to you. Next week, I know you have your Bleacher Report live before the game, correct? Or after the after game, the I game. should say. After the game mm-hmm. on Sunday. So make sure you tune in to Mo's uh, Bleacher Report post-game show. And also, uh, make sure you tune in to ours as well. It'll be myself and Murph as, as well going after the game. So for everybody here, including our producer, Mike Robier from Omoten, I'm Scott Goldbrands, and this has been Silver and Black today. Have a great rest of your week and have a great weekend. Raider Nation, we'll talk to you next time.